Welcome to Homemade in Alberta, featuring the rising stars of Alberta country music and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott, and thanks for hanging out today. In the spotlight this week is Calgary country western artist J.C. Bray. We talk all about how he pretty much was born with a mic in his hand and a song to sing. (laughs) About his love of hockey and staying active, and also sharing his knowledge and expertise in the music industry with up-and-comers as well. His trips down to Nashville and some of the best advice he's ever received, and so much more. You're also going to hear his latest song, Saving for a Saturday Night. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. Well, let's get on started here. So I'm super excited to have you today on Homemade in Alberta, JC. Really appreciate your time. So I saw here that you were born with a microphone in your hand. I love that. So I take it you started music at a really young age. You knew that this is what you wanted to do. How did you get your start and how did you grow your career to where it is today? Apparently, when I was 18 months old, I was uh, whistling a bunch of songs, according to my parents, and I can pretty much hold a tune pretty early in my life. I started singing uh, relatively young. I mean, I started singing and performing by the ages of uh, seven and eight. Entered my first contest, kind of scared with it because it was my school, my peers, so I didn't want anybody to look at me going, oh my God, he sings country. It was kind of like a not such a thing you want to let out because of the cool kids or the in crowd. But I actually sang The Gambler from Kenny Rogers and I actually won first place. So I was pretty proud of that. Congratulations. That is so cool. So throughout your whole life, you never did lose your sight or your passion for country music performing in many venues and at different galas. What kind of stages do you absolutely love to play and where would you love to play in the future? Well, I, I, I like to play intimate ones. I mean, you know, I, I'm not regardless. It's just you connect more because you're, you're more closer to the audience. The smaller venues, not, not crazy, but I do want to eventually sing in, you know, stadiums. I mean, that, that would be that would be cool. The Grand Ole Opry is, of course, uh, a dream of mine. Does it matter? I would perform for three people or 3,000 or 300,000. I just enjoy singing and entertaining. That's so cool. So throughout your life, you've definitely listened to various artists and different genres and everything and anything. But how has your musical influence kind of changed throughout your life? You started off with some Kenny Rogers and you sang those kinds of songs. But over the last several years, who have you been really listening to and really focusing on when it comes to your sound and your music? Who have you taken inspiration from? That's a a catch-22. There's so many really good artists out there right now. But I'm more of an old-school country music artist. Conway Twitty, George Jones, Lefty Frizzell, to name a few. I mean, Merle Haggard and all that kind of stuff. That's my cup of tea. I'm a storyteller. Today's day, you know, I really like uh, Midland. I really like Luke Combs. I really love Chris Stapleton. Those are the kind of guys that I would love to perform with and sing with because I think they're really filling up the shoes that was left by some of these greats that uh, have uh, have left us. You know that there's a song that George Jones sang, you know, who's going to fill their shoes? Well, I want to be the one filling your shoes. That is a really great goal to have. I love that. And you did actually follow one of your dreams several years ago. In November of 2008, you and your wife decided to follow your dream down to Nashville and you recorded your first self-titled album. How cool is that? How was that experience for you? That was a pretty cool experience. I mean, I've been down there a few times prior to that, but this one here was more of a, let's take a chance and let's go down there and uh, 
we got pitched uh, a bunch of songs from great artists and songwriters down in Nashville. So we decided to go down and it was a it was a pretty surreal adventure, I'd say. But we love like the country music is in me. It, it runs through my veins. So everything to do with country, I'm in and, and being down there and being at you know, going to see the Grand Ole Opry and the Ryman Auditorium, the legendary Tootsies and, and singing a song in Tootsies was pretty cool. You know, going to see the CMAs and just behind the scenes. That's what I wanted to get the feel of Nashville and what it really took to try to make it. That's my goal is just if somebody can just sing one of my songs back to me while they're in the crowd, if my career ended right there, I'd be one happy artist. Oh, man, that'd be so cool to just know an audience is belting back a song to you on stage that would be awesome so on your trips down to nashville and on that trip down to nashville what was some advice that you got or something you learned that really stuck with you or that you've taken into the rest of your career i did uh, most of my recording in the studio uh, alabama studio called fastback studios down in nashville i was talking with larry hansen that was uh, running the studio and was a member of the group alabama and we were talking and, and we were going through a bunch of stuff and I was talking to Tim McGraw's uh, fiddle player, Danny Hennessy. We were sitting there and I just, I asked him a few questions and they said to me, music is only 10% of the job. 90% of it is really hard work and getting yourself out there and never giving up. So doing the music, performing them, going in the studio, getting the right songs, that's only a portion of it. That's just the beginning. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You have to work hard. You have to believe and you got to want it. And if you don't, I think that was my best advice I got was just doing the music isn't enough. Being talented just isn't enough. You need to work hard, get out there and get yourself known and get yourself noticed. Definitely. Yeah. And I would say that's a great message to pass on to independent and emerging artists, like to work hard and to keep working at it. You know, throughout your life, you have had many passions and you are a hockey player. That is so cool as well. So you played in Sudbury, in Calgary, and you tried out for the OHL with the opportunities to play in European Hockey League. Wow, that is just amazing. So hockey, tell us about your love for hockey. And who are you cheering for right now? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, right now, I'm not really cheering for anybody because my flames are out. You know, if I, if I had a choice, you know, I'd, I'd really want to see... Uh, to see Winnipeg or Toronto get it. Of course, I'm a, I'm a true Canadian there for sure. Played hockey all my life. That was a, a toss-up between singing and hockey. You know, I played semi-pro hockey. I played semi-pro football as well. I, I was just a, a, an athlete that could sing. Basically, I love playing sports. I love being active. I still play sports to this day. I don't stop. I play baseball. I play basketball. I coach basketball. I mean, I like to give back, you know, for things that I've learned from my mentors. And it's the same thing in music. You know, I'm part of Brandy Records Canada. I'm very proud of that. I, I have a hand in that with Jacqueline. Uh, we work very hard at that. And we're, we're helping artists go through some of these untested waters for some of them to help them get out there and get noticed. So taking what I've learned is giving back. And that's the same thing I do with sports. Sports, I love hockey. I love all sports, to be honest with you. So you, you say, let's go and play. I'm there whether it's a guitar or a hockey stick. So how has playing sports or how did playing sports prepare you to be the performer and the musician and the studio musician that you are today? How did you bring those aspects and that training into your country music? Well, it kind of to be a team player. And that's really huge uh, when it comes to the industry is uh, ego has got to be left at the door. We're all here in one goal. And I think as unison, as a 
family oriented kind of, you know, establishment that I want to be part of where everybody has a say and not just one person dictates everything. I think uh, sports has given me that, that freedom to be able to say, okay, you know, I don't know everything. I'm open to, to listen to other people's ideas because maybe that, you know, two, three, four heads are better than one. As they say, it's a cliche, but it's the truth. That team concept, the family concept, that's what I brought from sports into this. And and to never give up, my competitiveness is really high. So I want to make it and I want everybody that's around me to make it. And that is country music kind of in a nutshell. We're all a community. You know, there's not even really a competition in country music. Everybody just wants everybody to make it. And it's so wonderful. And the fact that sports was able to help you work with that too is super, super cool. Now you did recently sign with MC1 Nashville and Brandy Records here in Canada. That's a pretty big step in your career. So how does it feel to be with a record label? And what are you guys working on? It's it's pretty exciting. You know, we're distributed by the Orchard Sony down in Nashville. So that, that's a pretty big deal for us. They liked my style and they knew that old country was coming back in and they loved my my style and, and the way I perform and all that kind of stuff. So the songs, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge writer. I write all the time. A lot of my songs are published. Right now we're working on uh, my next single coming up and I'm hoping within the next month or so it's uh, going to be coming out. We don't have the date exactly yet. And I'm working on my album. So, and the next album, all these songs uh, I written with Jackie and uh, Corey Lee Barker down in Nashville, who is uh, one of our people that we write with uh, all the time. We're putting things together for a, a brand new album and we're hoping that comes out uh, by September. That's what we're hoping for. That's incredible. Can't wait for that in hopefully September. What has been yeah. your process when choosing the songs to go on this album? And how have you been shaping your project so far? Our songs are like our babies. So it's hard <laughs> to pick one. You know, you can't tell one one child that you favor that one over the other. It it's, doesn't work that way. So I, there's a process of what kind of message I want to get out there and what kind of artist I want to be. Because my first album, I had a lot of help with that. I had a lot of other writers on there. I only wrote one song on my first album because I figured to get some well-known names that are, have written really good songs out there just to kind of get it on and just try to, to launch myself. And it, it went to a certain point, my first album, but I, I want to re-release it because now knowing what I know now compared to back then, I think it has a chance because I think there's really good messages in there. So this new album coming up, uh, I'm really excited about it as well. I think people are really going to like it. It's, people can relate to it. That's what I'm pretty excited about. We've been very picky. I think you guys are really going to like this album. So I, uh, I hope everybody listening and, and watching out for JC Bray. You know, I'm everywhere. So keep an eye out. That answered my next question. Where can everybody find you? But it's everywhere. And I love that. <laughs> Oh, yes. I mean, there's Spotify, there's Apple, there's YouTube, JC Bray. Just look up with JC Bray. I've got about seven or eight pages on Google. You can just kind of listen to whatever you want. So Spotify, all everywhere. So streaming everywhere and radio, music row, and we're getting it out there. Absolutely love that. Now, the song we're going to be playing today for Homemade in Alberta is a song that you released back in February of this year, Saving It Up for Saturday Night. And yes. it came out to country radio. It's on streaming services everywhere. Tell us a bit about this song and what it means to you before we play it here. Well, saving up for Saturday night is a, is a feel good kind of thing where couples nowadays, it takes two to work. And a lot of times it's on shift work where one's working days and one's working nights because you got to take care of the kids and 
never have any time for each other during the week it's it's, it's almost like you know you're kissing each other hello and goodbye at the same time because you got to make ends meet the cost of living is going higher but the wage doesn't seem to get any higher so try to save some money you know you save it up for saturday night and you go out and, and show that love you have and that support for your significant other that you haven't had time during the week for. And when you look back, and I look back at my family, my house, my parents used to host parties every Saturday night. So it was like families to come over, guitars were playing, there was music playing, weren't guitars playing, I was singing, and then the radio was singing, and then the vinyls were singing, you know, it was awesome. And watching my parents dance on that two-step on that floor, they, they fit like a glove, like they just knew, you know, when you have people that dance together for so long it just looks so seamless and uh, just reminds me of my parents and you know of course they're both passed away now so i know they're looking down at me pretty proud of me i hope anyway they're dancing up up in the up in heaven there listening to saving it up for saturday night that's what i keep in my brain oh that is so sweet i love that so so much and last question here first off i'll say thank you so much for joining homemade in alberta this week really appreciate your time would you like to introduce the song here before we play it? Thank you very much for, for having me. And I hope you guys enjoy it and listen for my next single too. But right now, here we go with Saving It Up for Saturday Night.
There's our guest, J.C. Bray, with his latest Saving for a Saturday Night. Well, I know what I'm going to be listening to on Saturday night. (laughs) Can't come soon enough. And as JC mentioned, he is on all social media platforms and on all streaming services. So you can follow along on his musical journey and make sure you get all of his music all the time. A big, big thank you going out to JC for hanging out on Homemade in Alberta this week. That was a ton of fun. And for all things Studio B, including more episodes of Homemade in Alberta, one to watch Wednesday and educational episodes, you can head on over to all social media platforms as well and streaming services. My name is Sarah Scott and thank you for hanging out today. Have a great rest of your day. (music) 